0: Real good podcasts. We do not have our beatboxer today. That's unfortunate. He went back to America. But we do have a new guest.
1: And it's really exciting. The guy is right here with me. Big Guy, tell me about yourself. Hey, uh, I'm Jack. I'm from Australia. And I'm 29. And I'm here in China. How long have you been in China, Big Guy? Uh, Two and a half years.
0: Okay, so he's a veteran to the place. All right, cool. Now... Today, we're actually going to be talking on a China-related topic, which should be fun because I think both me and him have a fair amount of experience with this. It's uh, a little thing we like to call LBH, okay? Now, what is an LBH? Uh,
1: well, the, I know nobody listening knows what it is. What is it? Okay, well, let's define well, what, it Yeah, first. what does it stand for? Yeah, So LBH, so loser back home, and uh, it's kind of hard to put a definition on it, but um, you know, there are a number of things that just basically the whole idea is that there were losers back home, for example, they they uh didn't have much money or if it, if any job at all, weren't getting any hoes. Um <laughs> just uh they were general deadbeats, maybe addicted to drugs and stuff. And uh they were like, you know, buck this, let's go to uh let's go to a different country where no one knows me. And I can start a new slate, and they won't know that I'm a loser and so, yeah so then they then they come here, so that's the basic idea
0: yeah that's uh yeah that's pretty much loser back home for you uh I've seen quite a few loser back homes a lot of times it will be lo- here's the thing the loser back homes the lbhs are usually losers for all types of different reasons, like uh usually it's immediate like you see it from the get-go okay like it could be a fat piece of crap like uh for example i'm not gonna say any names but i've seen some really fat people who (laughs) who have come across in china where it's like okay obviously things weren't going well for them in their home country so they got the crap out they thought oh i'll get a fresh start now you'll see some that look pretty decently legit and then you'll start talking to them and you realize oh Okay, it all makes sense now. And it's like, this is an LBH. So <laughs> it's, uh, you'll see a wide variety of these people. And uh, most of the time, they are unattractive fat losers, but not always. Now, how many have you, now, big guy, Jack, I'll call you Jack. We, we can say name Now, Jack,
1: have you ever worked with an LBH? Uh, yeah, I've worked with definitely one. Um, I would say probably two. I think two solid ones, uh, mm. Cody and Aaron. Um, oh, let's hope they never listen to this. Oh, sorry, sorry, there's, there's even more. No, there's definitely, uh, actually maybe, sorry, my first job, which is uh, the same one where Pat works at, um, Joy World. Um, yeah, no, no, so I can, right now in my head, I'm thinking of, so Cody, who's a Canadian who's overweight and uh, doesn't look after himself at all. Not that I really do, but he's even worse. And Aaron, who is of, you know, very similar nature, except he's more into drugs. Um, you know, he's just always wasted or or high or something, comes mm-hmm. into work drunk. And then there's this other really fat black girl. And, um, you know, she would have been, yeah, 150 kilos. And, um, <laughs> and then there's this other South African guy, which...
0: Which I surprisingly I, met that guy. I right. I did meet that he, guy. Yeah. He
1: seemed cool, but... When I found out about him trying to, about uh, him trying to make his way up and then just talking about giving us more time where the teachers observed our classes, um, sorry, sorry. Parents coming in and looking at the classes. I mean, all that is, is more stress and it's not making the, 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 the company any more fun to work at or more productive. He, he's just kind of talentless and wants more money. Mm. Um so I think you could call him an LBH.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I worked with two of those LBHs that you were talking about, and I met the third one. Uh I didn't ever work with that fat black girl, but I worked with the other ones. And yeah. Total LBHs from my experience. Um the one guy who was the deadbeat drunk uh drug addict or whatever you want to uh say about the guy. He uh, I talked with him a few times. He was always angry, always negative, always complaining, always saying China sucked, and it's like Dude, if you hate it so bad, get the crap back to your own country. And he wouldn't because you know, back in his home country, it wasn't any better. So he was just like, "Ah, whatever, man. I heard that he waited, like, was a waiter in uh, his home country. I think he worked at Pizza Hut a fair amount. (laughs) Or one of the pizza. I don't know if it was pizza. I think maybe Domino's. And uh, and then the other guy was a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan. Which you know, nothing against the Dungeons and Dragons people, but. Usually you can associate a D&D master with a loser. I mean, that's, that's, that's the way it is, man. Uh, and he's a huge D&D master. Like when I worked with the guy, he spent more time working on his D&D um, game then he did actually work working, he was, like, way more time. He was insane
1: about it. I mean, yeah. like, it, it's... I, get, well, I don't know if respectable is the right word, but, <laughs> um, you know, he, he definitely put a lot of effort into it, and it's unfortunate he wasn't putting into something more productive, but, you know, that's his thing. Yeah, um, but yeah he had, like, maps and stuff. He had something like a hundred maps that he'd made that were just, like, kind of um, very simple documents, and it would have, you know, brown tiles saying the desert region and the magical... Yeah, uh, you know, spiritual region and then the the watery area and whatever. And, um, and, uh, and I remember I used to ask him, uh, hypothetical questions. And one of them was, um, you know, if you, if you had, you know, infinite amount of money, what would you do? And he's, and, and he's, um, and his response was, his response was I'd, I'd, I'd buy like a farm and then I'd design a big Dungeons and Dragons map on it, you know, so then they could um... <laughs> <laughs> so then you could actually walk into these areas like, you know, with a big building and and go and, and like use a torch and, and look through the enchanted rooms and whatever and yeah, it's just like, it. I would never think about uh, you know, like that with my money. but uh, ah, yeah, What would yeah. you do with with infinite amount
0: of money? I mean, infinite amount of money, I mean I would probably, me personally, I would probably buy a a large piece of land, similar to big guy. <laughs> Except for me, I would uh probably try to get all my like close friends and people that I like to be around, and I would just move them into different houses within the community, and then we could just like work on whatever the crap we want to do. If we wanted to uh, you know, make a movie, we could make a movie. If we wanted to travel together, we could travel together. It would just kind of be like everybody's close, always around each other, and uh, you can just do whatever you wanted. That would be the dream for me. Because you would never have to worry about, oh, big guy can't make it because he's busy with, blah oh, blah oh, we never get to see him. It's like, no, everybody's right there. you're you, Anything you want to do, you can do. Oh. Nobody's got an excuse to not hang out. You know what I mean? That's what I would do. but And then I would also probably try to do, you know, a lot of good stuff for the world or whatever. You know, volunteer, give some money to uh, charities and crap, whatever. But that's off the topic. <laughs> so, okay, here's a question. With the LBHs, do you, are, it is moving to China and escaping their bullcrap home life. Is it working
1: for them? Do you think? Oh no doubt, it's definitely working. Um, like with me, I I left Australia because yeah, I just couldn't stand it. And when you come to China and you do have a clean slate, it is really refreshing. I mean because you've always lived your whole life, you know, knowing everyone, and and you always have links to people and um you know, you you don't really ever get the chance to have a clean slate. But once you move to China, yeah, like no one's going to call you other than maybe your parents and stuff. And even and if you don't like your parents or whatever, then you don't have to speak to them and whatever it is. So it's really easy. And there's it's not like you're going to bump into anyone in China because it's not a common place to come. So I don't know, maybe if you move to Paris or something, you might occasionally bump into someone. But yeah, China's it's just so different. Um, and it's like, yeah, when I came here, I uh, felt, you know, I, I thought that I was, you know, I'd, I'd done something really good and... You know, I was much happier after I came to China. And then I was, you know, I had a Chinese teacher and, um, and then I was, I was talking to her about like, oh, you know, like, are you like my friend where, um, you know, she doesn't want to go for any Chinese guys because, uh, yeah, because a lot of Chinese girls don't want to go for Chinese guys because a lot of them cheat and things like that. And, uh, and then she said, oh no, I would never go for a foreigner because I don't think there's any good foreigners in China. I think they're all losers. And mm. as soon as I heard that, I was like, Jesus Christ, am I that? <laughs> oh, and yeah. so then, you know, like even to this day, like ever since she said that, I still occasionally question, you know, am I an LBH? And, <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's, you know, because it's, it's not like it's in the dictionary, an LBH. So, yeah, you, yeah. so you just have to kind of decide for yourself. But then when you're deciding for yourself, it's so tempting to say, oh, well, no, an LBH Uh, does this, but they don't do that. I mean, because I don't do that, and I do do this, so I couldn't be an LBH. But, you know, it's it's very hard to kind of potentially admit that you are one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to say, man, I don't blame you for it because I know for me, I often look at my situation in China and I say, all right, it's really good. I like what's going on here. And then I think, what if I went back to America? Would it be the same? And it's a scary thought because always what hits my mind is, heck no, dude, it's going to be miserable back there. So it's like, clearly for me, I'm ha- I'm living the better life in China. Do- but I think what it comes down to, does that make you a loser back in America or back in Australia? Or does it just make things in China that much better? I think that's what it comes down to. And I think, like, I know what I was doing in America, and it wasn't loserish stuff. It was like, I was a student, I... You know, I had a good group of friends I could hang out with. I played sports. I did that, this, that, the other. And uh, I think I was not a loser. But I find my life to be much better better in China. So it comes down to just me. I wasn't a loser back home. I just like China better. That's all it is. That's what I think. Do you Um,
1: think that uh, successful people are going to leave their country? Don't you think that it's generally a pretty losery thing to do to escape your country because i certainly escaped mine yeah yeah um did did you would you say that you escaped yours as well
0: well i think in many situations uh yeah yeah i think i
1: escaped mine
0: (laughs) (laughs) because i knew what the future was going to look like if i stayed in america and i knew what it would look like if i went to china and the china just looked better now with that being said uh oh god what was i gonna say um Yeah, yeah. So if you leave your country, it could it could potentially mean that you're better than your country. And I don't I don't want to say it like that, but it could mean that because that's the way I felt when I left America. I felt like I'm better than this bullcrap that I have to put up with every day. And I don't feel like I deserve to be in this bullcrap environment. So I, I want to get the heck out. That's how I felt. I didn't feel like, oh, man, everybody's better than me. I, I fell in everything. God, I'm out of here. It was not that at all. It was, buck this. I don't like this place. I don't like being treated the way I am. I don't like, you know, having to walk on eggshells with everything you do. I want to get out of here. I want to go somewhere I ha- where I have more freedom, more opportunity. And China was the place for me. That's okay, what I came so into.
1: what about the Syrians? I mean, like, I feel, I feel that the only difference between – you and them would be like, instead of walking on eggshells, they're walking on bombs or something like that, or mines. Um, but they're still fleeing a place. Uh, they don't like it. Do you think they think they're better than their country? Uh, yeah, I'm sure the majority think they're they deserve better than what they get in their country. Yeah but that's they they, they obviously suck though so there's no way that they're better than their country so don't what? you think that the rich people in Syria i don't know really know what that would be like if you're not like an oil person but um yeah like they're the true ones you know they they're managing to maintain a good life in a shitty country that's that's uh certainly commendable but all these these refugees they're all coming they're going out of there and they have got nothing they don't offer any of the countries they go to anything do they it's not like they start up sweet companies or whatever uh well i think there's we are getting very sidetracked um so we'll have to end this in a minute and come back to the lbh side of it but with the syrian refugees i'm I'm essentially saying that the uh syrians and refugees in general are lbhs so it's (laughs) it's not off the topic okay so
0: you say the lbhs um (laughs) here's the thing I think anybody in that country that genuinely does not like the, you know, the constant fighting and the constant just bull crap that they have to put up with and just the danger, if they genuinely don't like that and don't want to be a part of it, then I think leaving they are better than their country. But if I think they're just wanting to go to another country to take advantage of what the crap they're gonna get from that country, then they're then they are in, then
1: they are an LBH. They're okay, a freaking LBH. Answer me this. So I agree with you what you said, but uh, in a way, although we're although we're uh, working in China, we're not on the dole or whatever you know, welfare. um, It's kind of like, in a way, we are because. So okay, so when you when you're on welfare, you do literally nothing, literally nothing to help society, and you get money for it. But we do a little bit to help society, and we get. An enormous <coughs> amount of money mm. for it. So yeah. don't you think that that's very similar?
0: No, because uh, we're coming from superior countries. In the world view, a superior country to China. So if you come from a superior country where you have superior opportunities and superior salaries and you go to an inferior country, then you daggone better get some kind of benefit. Otherwise, there's no reason to go. And nobody's going to come. So if you leave America where you can potentially make 100000 a year and you come to China where you're probably going to max out at 50000 60000 a year, well, well, there you go. You just went into an inferior environment. So, yeah, you need to be treated better. Otherwise, you ain't going to see foreigners. That's the way I've always seen that. You're not going to see foreigners here if they're getting treated like the Chinese and paid like the Chinese. You, you, what are you going to see? You're going to see 100% Chinese. Mm. You might see some foreign students. But you
1: ain't going to see any workers. Well, I feel like if I was on a third of the wage that I am, uh, then, or maybe not a third, maybe half, then I would still work here. Like, if I was getting less than I was in Australia, because I think that um, the culture difference, um, which includes a lot of things, pays off. I mean, I, I would take a pay cut for the, the culture difference. I mean, you think about the cultural differences. <clears throat> Uh, the food sucks, but it's cheap. No, the food is pretty good. Come on, look, man. it's really oily and stuff. Yeah, it's oily, but, but it's... it's cheap, and that which, which does count for a lot. Cheap, yeah, yeah. Um, and you can't get fresh milk in China; it's all UHT stuff, you know, the powder. Yeah. And, uh, but oh, the girls are awesome. You know, there's not you know every third girl is completely obese in China, which really is nice. Yeah. Um, I think it's the like the 126th fattest country in the world, as opposed to America, which, I don't know, it would be in the top 20 for sure. Oh, it'd be in the probably top five, I would think. No, like, because Saudi Arabia and then, like, a lot, a lot of the um, Middle Eastern countries are, are really high up, and then you've got mm. the island countries as well, which are really high up. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, then it comes to America. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I think, like, a, for a country with beautiful women and no... Um, social justice stuff, you know, like, oh, racism, this, Islamophobia, that, that is worth, that is worth less money, potentially. But I just feel in China, you're you're getting two things. You're getting the awesome cultural difference, which is, you know, no, none of that Islamophobia, racism, blah, 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 that stuff. And you're also getting paid heaps. I mean, at least in relation to how much things cost. Yeah, in the, in the general population. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would take um, a little
0: less, maybe. But not if I had a job like a flight attendant in America. If I was a flight attendant in America, I'd just do that because it's way better. Because um, you have to worry about your future, man. If you're making bullcrap salary and you're not getting retirement, you're gonna be screwed when you get older. That's all there is to it. No, no way around it. So I think with that factoring in, no way. But let's uh, <laughs> let's go back to the uh, let's go back to the LBH uh, thing real quick. Um, what can you describe the most – Um, ins- okay, first off, are these LBHs getting women?
1: We, we need to address this. Well, no, I don't know, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> this is a chance that I'm one. So, um, <laughs> a but they're definitely getting women. Um,
0: yeah. Are uh, they getting women that are way better than the women that they would have gotten in America?
1: Absolutely, yes. Okay, yeah.
0: So they're getting phenomenal women. Uh, how how extreme would you say this could go? Like, if you bring a guy in who's 250 pounds, acne all over his face, uh, ponytail, just doesn't – wears a trench coat. <laughs> What's the best girl this guy could get? Be honest.
1: Um, look, Like, if everything some... worked out perfect for the guy – there are some things that the Chinese aren't going to withstand. If you're really fat, I don't think any girl is going to go for you, just in, in all over the mm. world pretty much, unless you're super rich. And even in China, your wage isn't good enough um, to be considered super rich. Uh, but I think if you're not fat um, and you keep yourself up you know, relatively well, for example, if you're going bored, then as long as you shave your head, then... Um, You should be fine. I'm being a bit biased though because I'm bald. (laughs) But I think that's a pretty fair assumption. Um, If you let your hair grow out like a clown, then I don't think anyone's going to respect you or be Mm. attracted to you. Uh, But yeah, you know, like I I would say that um, the equation for uh, an LBH getting a girl is his rating plus four. So a five can get a nine, I would say. That's pretty... That's relatively easy. If you just put a bit of work in, a five can get a nine. Four can get See, a nine. See,
0: so now I've seen some pretty... extreme. Have you personally spotted with your own two eyes some extreme LBH getting very attractive women? Have you seen it? Um.
1: Yeah, but I don't know them. I've just seen them on the street. Yeah, but I think yeah. Cody is a pretty good example. I mean, Cody's a five... And <laughs> Nina, his girlfriend, is... It's not overrated. If a bit on of now. weight, she'd probably be a 7.5. Oh 7, 7.5. I would, I would probably give her, on her best day, a bad 8,
0: which is close to a 7.5. You yeah, haven't seen
1: her in a while, though. She's put on a little bit of weight. Oh. So maybe okay. Cody's kind of helped her put on a bit of weight. I don't know. Not that she yeah. likes it, but she... I
0: don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this. From what I've seen, I think in the absolute most extreme circumstance, uh, they could go up four points. So a five could get a nine, six could get a ten. But you have to realize, oh, I'm dude, maxing it out that yeah, yeah. Of but you have to realize that a nine is really, really attractive, mm. okay? Like, yeah. those are the girls that you see where it's like, oh, she's probably like some kind of... Oh, okay, Model so let's like the equation
1: that.
0: plus three then. Yeah, see, I think I would five go plus get,
1: three. Five gets eight. Yeah,
0: five yeah. is going to get an eight all day long. And a six or a seven, like, once you hit the seven mark, you can pretty much get what you want. Yeah. Because if you're not fat, like, that's the key. If you just look like a normal Western guy, yeah, you can pretty much get whatever girl. Because they're going to see things that you thought were negatives as positives. Like... Oh, you have the bigger Western nose. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Look, it's beautiful. It's like, I always thought that was not good, but okay. And it's like, oh my gosh, your eyes are amazing. It's like, uh, in the West, my eyes are normal. So it's like little things like this that you didn't even take time to think about, they're going to think are really, really good. Mm -hmm. Oh, your skin's white oh, you got big muscles, but you really just are a normal guy. And it's like, <laughs> like, before you know it, you're seen you're seen by them as some like Brad Pitt, like superstar. And then back in your home country, you might be, you know, six, seven. And it's like, so it's it really changes the game here. And that's where I think the LBHs thrive. Because what happens is they come here and, you know, a lot of them might not be 100% clear about what's going to happen when they get here when they come here, they realize, dang, you know, these girls I'm working with, because they're teachers. And usually when you're a teacher, you work with a lot of Chinese girls and usually younger ones, too. And uh you work with these girls and then realize that they realize, oh, dang, these girls are into me. No freaking way. This is impossible. This can't be happening. This doesn't happen with me. And then before you know it, they've realized, you know, three or four of the girls have been talking about the guy. And then one starts showing interest. And then before you know it, he's got a freaking Chinese girlfriend. It never fails. In China, the foreigners, from my experience, almost always have a girlfriend, right? And it's always Chinese, right? Mm. Yeah, almost every time. You're rarely going to find a guy that's single or with a Western girl. Very rare. And if you find a single guy, he's probably a douchebag that sleeps around a lot, probably, mm. right? Yeah. Which is also an LBH, just another form of it. But, uh, yeah, so pretty much if you're an LBH, you can come to China in. in what it is is you go from living like a probably below average loser. That's just like, Oh man, my life sucks, man. I work at a freaking bar. I get no money, blah, blah, blah to go in here. And it's like, you kind of almost turn into like the guy. Here's what, here's what I've always put it as you come here. You're going to live the same life that that guy back in America or that guy back in Australia, who's like the freaking stud of the town is living. That's the life you're going to live. So it's like, yeah, the LBHs are loving it here. And you 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 understand why there's so many of them here. And they're just living the dream, man. They get their little e-bike. They get their little Chinese girl. They get their pretty good salary. And then, boom, they're living the dream. It's everything you could ever want. Mm. Um, that's honestly about it, I got to say, on the LBHs. Do you have any final thoughts for the
1: LBHs? Do you think we've described... Uh you know, like a, a stereotypical LBH well enough? Do you think the listeners really understand what an LBH is?
0: Yeah, we better make that 100% clear. I mean, you, you did a pretty good definition in the beginning, but just the overall... I feel that it was
1: detailed enough.
0: Yeah, I would say what you're going to look at is uh, an LBH is usually going to be a guy that's probably below a 6 on the scale of 1 to 10, below a 6, uh, usually probably a little overweight, uh, usually probably like a gamer or something like that. Some some sort of like lame, dorky, nerdy entertainment. And uh, you know they don't have much going on for them. They don't have a lot of confidence. But when they come to China, their confidence does go up, and they do start feeling like they're kind of a bad. A. That's what Cody did. Mm. Cody Cody acts like he's like a bad a and he's like better than you. And it's like, dude, come on, man. I know you're in China, but come on. So so they start getting, like, this cocky attitude, like they're cool, like the alpha male or something. And uh, you'll see that a lot with the LBHs. Because they get these girls so it boosts their confidence to levels they never thought it could reach. And then before you know it, they're acting like they're an 8 or a 9, but in reality they're like a 5. And it's like, dude, you (laughs) you got to have a wake-up call or something. Uh, Because this is not reality. I know it's reality in China, but once you go back to America to visit or Canada to visit, mm, yeah. it's going to be trouble. So now, dangerous. Yeah, now this is going to be my final uh, thought on this thing because this is something that they've got to be careful about. Like you said, it's dangerous. If they have this Chinese girl that's like an eight or a nine, okay, they have that girl and they bring her back to their home country, they've got to be careful because this girl's going to find out real quick that her boy is indeed an LBH and then it comes down to Is she going to be loyal to him and stay? Or is she going to say, good gosh, there's way better guys here that are showing me interest. Why would I not just go with one of these guys? Because the guy that I'm with is a freaking loser. you got to be careful with that. If you're an LBH, I think that's probably the
1: biggest fear you could have is bringing the girl back to your country. Well, to any LBHs out there, (laughs) I have advice. Uh, If you plan on doing that, then make sure you get a girl that can't speak English and doesn't have any desire to speak English. So then if you do bring her back home, then you know, she's not going to be able to talk with anyone and nobody's going to, be able to talk with her. So uh, I think that's the way to go. Just mm. learn a bit of Chinese. But you, you would have to learn Chinese. Only a little <laughs> bit's good enough you know, if you want the bang. And uh, if you're going to marry her and stuff, then that's different. But um, yeah, yeah. too much. Okay, all right. So that's going to wrap up our LBH. And we are done here. Hope
0: you guys know and realize what the LBH is and the epidemic that's happening in China right now. But we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.